0: Hello, welcome to Think, Feel, Eat, episode number 32. I am Donna Reish, your host, your teacher, your cheerleader, and your coach. So I'm so excited to share with you this broadcast episode specifically because um, it is going to be like the catalyst, the beginning. I feel like my camera's sideways. It is. I don't know if I can tighten that a little bit righty tidy, tidy, something like that, right? There, my left sideways there. Anyway, welcome. Um, I'm excited about this because this is actually going to be the first training for the Drop 8 Pounds by Christmas Challenge. So for those of you who are new or who, do, who have not heard of Donna's Weight Loss Lifestyle Facebook group, as well as DonnaReach.com, we are hosting, um, I am hosting a weight loss challenge. It starts next Thursday. That's one week from today, on October 1st, and it is called the Drop Eight Pounds by Christmas Challenge. So um, I'm going to be going live and talking to the folks in there all the time, like all the time. I'm going to explain everything, every step of the way, and going to give little snippets because I think that'll be more easily digested. Going to take you from October 1st to December 25th, every step of the way. Um, but In the meantime, I want to start off with this because I want this training to be able to go out to all of the attendees, to all of the participants. So it is a free challenge. It is an email as well as a Facebook challenge. So you don't have to do both, but it's definitely more advantageous because in the email you're gonna get like the printed emails, you're gonna get handouts, um, outlines, things like that, um, documents, um, what, call in the entrepreneur world deliverables that you might want to use like the one I'm going to be sharing tonight. Um, and then in the Facebook group is where I'm going to be there doing all live trainings, hopping on, answering questions, doing some live coaching, um, weight loss coaching, habit coaching. I'm just so excited. So anyway, um, but so because of that, tonight's episode 32 is called more of the first tour. Because there was a previous episode, and I was going to write that down. There was a previous episode called um, The First Four Decisions. And you can get all of this information at donnerish.com forward slash perfectstorm. So there was one that I have already done called um, Make Decisions Ahead of Time, Daily Decisions. I think it's called Daily Decision You Need to Make Ahead of Time. And um, so with that, it is... um, I wanted to do another one that kind of goes along with that, but that talks about all four of the decisions. This material here is going to eventually be a mini course called the first four. And it is the first four things that I recommend that we do when we embark on a weight loss lifestyle. Okay. This is a weight loss lifestyle, as opposed to like a a lose weight, quick gimmick. It's, it's not gimmicky guys. I mean, eight pounds over 12 weeks is very doable. Uh, Many of you will probably lose more than that. Um, It is not something we're doing for a short time. It's a challenge to get us going in weight loss and also so we don't gain over the holidays. But it's not a get-thin-quick scheme, and it's not a temporary fix. I only teach lifestyle habits. I only teach incrementality. I only teach sustainability, right? I hope you have gathered that from following me and listening to me and reading what I've written and listening to my broadcast, um, that, that it has to be something that you can do for the rest of your life. So that is what we're going to be about here, um, tonight, the first four. So I want to talk first of all about weight loss decisions, because the first four mini course, and then this episode is really going to be about, I'm going to write down what time I started. It's really going to be about, um, making four decisions, it's really what it's going to be about, it's going to be about making four decisions that you will do for the rest of your life, right, and you don't hear that in weight loss a lot, right, a lot of times we hear, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do this protocol, we're going to cut carbs, we're going to exercise your butt off, you know, we're going to do all these things, we're going to cut fat, we're going to do whatever, and we're going to smash these goals, right, we're going to punch them in the face, you know, I'm just always like, really, so anyway, we are, we are going to smash our goals, but they're going to be lifelong goals. They're not going to be get thin, quick goals. They're not going to be short-term fixes, all right? So the first four mini course and what we're having tonight in episode 32 is really the first four decisions. Weight loss is not one big decision, okay? Now, I do have something at donandreach.com forward slash perfect storm called pick, your pick a protocol. Okay, and it's linked in the show notes. Uh, pick a protocol, and you do make a big decision in that. This is how I'm going to eat. These are my foods, right? So we do make that big decision, but that big decision can be changed all the time, right? Um, I do what's called protocol cycling sometimes, where I'll do low carb for a week, and then I'll do low fat for a week, then I'll do high protein for a week, just changing it up. It's just, um, but so that is one decision. That's one big decision, but that's also variable. Right? It's also changeable, but it's more a series of little decisions that we make over and over and over again. You've heard me say before, we're deciding to be for ourselves. right? We're deciding not to be against ourselves. We're deciding to be for us. It is a series of life-changing decisions. Life-changing. If you are not changing your life, you will not change your weight. We can't change our weight without changing our lives, right? And so if we still want to you know, eat high calorie foods every day, if we still want to have 600 calorie coffees every day, if we still want to have drive-throughs every day, if we still want to go out to restaurants and eat from salad, bread, appetizer, entree to dessert, we will not lose weight. It is truly life-changing. And when people say, man, I can't believe you waited that long to lose weight, I'm always like, yeah, I did, because I wanted it to stick. Actually, I was just figuring it out all the way. But now that I look back, it's like, yeah, this sticks way better than having done it um, fast. I'm not against fast weight loss. I coach clients who want fast weight loss. I coach clients who want slow weight loss. Um, The only thing I ask of my weight, my fast weight loss clients is that they have a plan for what they're going to do for sustainability afterwards, right? Okay, so a series of little decisions, series of life-changing decisions, and every single time, this is just super compelling, okay? Tell me if you agree with this. Tell me if you've ever thought about this. Every time we gain weight or we lose weight, I'm gonna say, Almost every time, because you know, not at all or nothing. I'm not in ever, always or never. I don't think that's real in most areas of life. But almost, I'm going to pin my almost in there. Almost every time we have lost weight or gained weight, it is because we have made either a decision ahead of time or with willpower in the moment. To eat something that caused us to lose weight. Because every time we eat, we are voting for weight loss or weight gain. Wow, that is compelling. Or we have made a decision in the moment without willpower to gain, right? We don't think of it that way. We don't think I just made a decision to eat what I'm, to eat my, on my protocol. I made a decision to lose weight, or I just made a decision to get a you know a large hot, hot fudge sundae for 1,300 calories. I'm making a decision to not lose weight today. And we can make that decision. Those are our decisions to make. But we have to remember that every decision is either voting for weight loss, weight maintenance, or weight gain. All right, in the perfect storm, we start with the first four, okay? Four decisions that are easy to make, four things to implement that are not hard, four things with huge impacts on weight loss, even though we don't think they will have. That's the trick. It can't have that big of an impact on weight loss because it's not hard enough. Oh, my word. Let's do the easy things first. Let's do the easy things first. We have students all the time. Just told me the other day, how come I have such easy math pages? Because it's the first six weeks and you need easy math pages so that you can get into the habit of doing it every day, so that you can get in the habit of finishing all of your homework, so that we can see that you really do remember all of your skills from last year. And then we'll move on to harder things, right? That's like a spiritual concept in everybody's religion, that if you get take on responsibility for a little, you get more. That the better you are at something small, you get to do bigger things. It's like totally life, right? Okay. Now, our decisions ahead of time. All right. Um, Let me just keep that willpower thing. I talk so much about willpower, and you can go and watch sixty and sixty one of the weight loss lifestyle. They'll be um, linked up for you in the show notes. But research shows that we spend four hours a day resisting temptations. Four hours a day resisting temptations. And we have 120 food-related decisions. I just heard somebody the other day say it's really 250, really 290. I mean, it's like some unimaginable number of how many food-related decisions we have. And this is why we run out of willpower. And this is why these first four are going to be huge for weight loss because they impact willpower. We do not have the willpower for those Four hours of decisions. We do not have the willpower for those 120 or 250 or whatever food decisions that we're going to have each day. So the beauty of the first four is that we are making decisions in four areas that we are going to start now. You know me about and in my incrementality. I was on a podcast last week. Oh, I was on a podcast last week and. Um, she was talking about how I love multisyllabic words. And so I had to show off my incrementality for, her, right? Incrementality, six syllables, cool word, has the word increment. That has to do with measuring. Itty means it's a noun. It's just a cool word. Incrementality, we do it in increments. So, if you don't think that you can do all four of these things at one time, that's fine. Do one for a week, then do another for a week, then do another for a week, then do another for a week, okay? I tried to specifically make that the first four impacting enough on our weight and our willpower that we have a good weight in outcome at the same time as I made um, them easy enough to do You know what hungry brain says, you know what BJ Fogg says in tiny habits, you know what um, Paul Baumeister says in habits, I mean in willpower, you know what James Clear says in in atomic habits, that we have to make such tiny little changes that it's a no-brainer, that we will do it because it's so simple, it'd be stupid not to do it. It's so easy that no matter what, we can actually do that thing. And then we do something a little harder, and then a little harder, and then a little harder. This does not sit well with those of us who are all or nothing people, but it is phenomenal for life. It is phenomenal for weight maintenance, right? I mean, my husband and I have been learning over the last several months. What does it really take for him to maintain his 120-pound weight loss? What does it really take for me to maintain my 100? It is hard, but we've been learning it and doing it, being curious about it, and doing the incrementality, doing it incrementally. All right, so when we make our decisions ahead of time, you've heard me talk about this before, but it's really important that we understand why decisions ahead of time have such an impact on our lives. For one thing, it's a willpower problem. When we don't make decisions ahead of time, we have to make a decision in the moment, and it's Donna versus willpower, and it does not turn out pretty, right? It's us versus an external force that is stronger than myself, okay? It's um, me versus toddler brain, and toddler brain wins, right? When we make decisions ahead of time, and this is across the board, this is why we work on with our We have homeschoolers that we teach all the time. We have some that we do their whole education. We have others that we do classes for, and we teach them how to plan their work. We teach them how to plan each day, what to do. We teach them how to keep a lesson plan journal. We teach them how to check off and how to keep up with it. Because when we make decisions ahead of time, it leads to a good outcome. There are a lot of reasons for that, right, having to do with willpower having to do with our toddler brain and our prefrontal cortex. But specifically here, the good decision-making, the part of our brain that wants the best for us, the part of the brain that's going to have our back, the part of the brain that's going to do things that will lead to good outcomes for us and lead to meeting our goals, that is called the prefrontal cortex. And that is our like what they call the higher brain, where we can plan and we can think and we can execute, right? Um, And it is unaffected by emotions, so it doesn't matter how we're feeling because if if we use it to its full degree, it's unaffected by willpower and it's unaffected by cravings. It is literally the planning part of our brain. Again, the part that has the best interest in mind and the part that cares the most about our future self. Who of us does not want somebody who really cares about our future. It's your uh, prefrontal cortex. It cares about your future. It cares about you. Part of you really does care about you. However, decisions in the moment are made with our primal brain, our toddler brain, our, I just can't, I can't think that this candy is going to give me 10 seconds of joy and then it's going to be over with and I have something else that I want more than this in my life that is the toddler brain right nothing gets toddlers (laughs) you know how much i love kids you want to get me started on it all right don't get me started on how much i love kids i have had the cutest little kids today just being as sweet as they could be working hard smiling oh my word they were amazing all right so decisions in the moment are made with that toddler brain and that toddler brain says avoid discomfort Seek happiness, get immediate gratification. Basically, it says save yourself because tomorrow we might all die, right? All right, so we want to make these first four decisions with our adult brain, with our prefrontal cortex, not with our toddler brain. So I am going to bring up the document that we are going to use for um our journaling in the eight pounds down by christmas okay now true to my belief i'm not sure why i'm on this page sorry about that guys true to my belief that everything needs to be done incrementally and habits are formed as we make little decisions and that it can't be so difficult that we can't carry it out. I have a page for you. It's called, if you're, if you're watching the video, you'll see here, if not the link for the handout will be in the outline. Okay. But if you want to get everything from the drop eight pounds challenge, you need to join the Facebook group and the, and then the email, uh, Thread for that. There is a special email that's at donnarish.com forward slash eight pounds by Christmas. Is that what it's called? It's called um, forward slash eight pounds by Christmas. I think that's what it's called. Um, all right, I'm going to give you the exact URL. Okay. The exact URL is eight pounds by Christmas. DonnaReach.com forward slash eight pounds by Christmas. Okay. And so by being in the group, Facebook group and the email thread, that email thread is different than the regular Donna Reach email that you might be on. And the Facebook group is different than... The, this Facebook group where I'm doing this live, uh, Donna's Weight Loss Lifestyle. It is a Facebook group dedicated just to those 11 weeks of the program, okay, of the free challenge. Okay, so here we have a journal page that you can get, and you can also get this. It will be in color though. I just, I forgot to print it in color. It'll be in color, and it'll have the explanations that I'm going to go over right now with you. So you'll have the journal page as well as the explanations in front of you. It's just a two-page Handout that you will use. Now, true to my belief in how habits are acquired, this is a one to three minute process. Okay. If something is too difficult, we will not do it. Can I get an amen? If something's too difficult, we will not do it. If it takes too long, we will not do it. If it's too compl- complicated or complex, we might not do it. And so it's simple. Simple, 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 three minutes, here we go. There are four parts to it, because there are four decisions. The first decision is one called decide ahead of time what you're going to eat, okay? All right, and it has a little, my little slogan here, you propel what you plan, and down here, you move what you measure. All right, so see the number one right here in the sheet? Make that a little bigger for you, okay? The number one is the first of the four. The first of the four is that we will write our eating plan for tomorrow, the night before, or for today, first thing in the morning. I'm just going to be transparent with you. This happens every morning on the toilet for one to three minutes while I'm listening to my grammar podcast. I do love my grammar. <laughs> okay, every morning after my Bible podcast and during my grammar podcast, it is a one to three minute task. I do it on my phone, but you can do it right here. You are going to fa- plan. And our slogan here is don't take a bite until you write. And actually, I recommend that you write that down someplace, put it on a sticker that if you really want to make long lasting changes, this one step here, this one of the first four needs to be something that you implement. And so I just have this in my head when I don't do that in the morning and I rush off to teach and I'm driving down uh, to Bluffton to teach and I'm all done teaching and I'm on my way back and I got my lunch bag because I have to eat while I drive because I have students waiting here for me when I get home and I don't have time to go through a drive-through. So I have my lunch bag. I literally pull over the side of the road and I say, don't take a bite until you write. And I know that in three minutes I can have my food written down. Three minutes, maybe one, maybe two, three, no more. All right. So food number one, just check whether it is a meal or a snack. And and this is just mostly I there, there are some, you know, semantics with this. I call my first eating episode my meal, and my second eating, my third eating episode my meal, and then between, I call it my snack. You can do whatever you want. I just call this a meal because it's usually a protein and a vegetable, or a protein and a fruit, or something like that. And then it's usually a snack of some kind, depending on how much protein I need. It might be more protein, or it might be a sugar-free treat, or it might be fruit, or it might be a jelly bread. (laughs) I do love my low-sugar jelly bread. Or it might be, you know, and then my third one is a meal. Okay? This is step one. Now, I know what you're going to say. I don't know what I'm going to eat. I don't know what I'm going to be hungry for. I don't know how much I'm going to eat. I don't know what time it's going to be. That's number four. We're getting into that in just a minute. I don't know how much I'm going to want. I don't know if I have everything for that. Okay? That is your toddler brain. Try to talk you out of it. That is your toddler brain telling you that you can't do this first simple step because you don't know, right? And giving you all the excuses. Anytime we try to do something new, the brain doesn't want to do it because it's hard. Even something as small as this, is hard because it's something we're not doing now and we're going to do it later. We're going to do it. We're not doing it and we're going to do it. So it's something we're starting. So it makes it hard in in and of itself. And anytime we do that, the brain starts in right away with excuses and why it's too hard, why it's too hard, why it's too hard, why it's too hard, right? You have to tell your brain, brain, calm down. I'm doing this for my future self. I'm doing this for my weight loss. I'm doing this for, and you can use your why if you want, okay? I'm doing this I don't care if you think it's stupid. I don't care if you don't think we have the food. I don't care if you don't think I know what I want to eat. I'm doing it anyway. Because guess what? You don't have to be perfect. You can make mistakes. We all make mistakes along the way. You don't have to be perfect. So I'm gonna come in here. And so let me just look. I'm just gonna pull mine up right now. Um, This is what I decided ahead of time. To the diary. I I actually put it in my um, Fitness Pal. All right. So I always have a 150 calorie, 30 gram protein shake. And then I wrote down two slices of sugar free bread, um, whole wheat, two tablespoons of whipped peanut butter, and One small bag of chickaboom popcorn. Then for dinner, one small, one honey crisp apple, one bowl of chicken chili, one uh, chicken white bean chili, one piece of cornbread, one tablespoon of whipped butter, and a half a serving of Ritz crisp thins. Can you imagine how long that took? That really did only take three minutes to write in there. All right, you can go back and you can um, mess it up, right? But the goal is to write down exactly what you're going to eat and and then eat only what you wrote down, all right? So I like to include the amount. So Like I have, I think, a cup and a half of white chicken chili, you know, that kind of thing. Some programs go all the way to measuring, you know, weighing each food item. Um, you don't have to do that. Do the simplest thing, okay? Now, if you are farther along in your journey and you do already count something, you can count something. But if you're not, if you're just, if you're like have gone from off the rail, so to speak, even though I hate to use that terminology, to just doing something, just do the simplest thing, right? Because that will be the thing that you'll stick with. So, you write down right on here uh, meal one, peanut butter sandwich, uh, um, Fair Life chocolate um, protein shake, banana, food two. Um, I'm just thinking what I might do tomorrow because this is what I do a lot. Food two. Um, oh, I'm not going to have any food two because I'm having a bonfire at my son's house. So food too will be a snack instead. And it will be probably an apple, it might be an apple with dip. And then I'm ready for, um, to write down what I'm gonna have tomorrow night. And believe it or not, I'll text my daughter who bakes and ask her what she's bringing. <laughs> All right, now the goal is to write down anything, even if it's chips ahoy, even if it's peanut M&Ms, even if it's a milkshake, write it down. And go ahead and eat it. We, I have a couple of episodes about self-integrity. When we write down exactly what we're going to eat, even if it's imperfect, even if it's more calories than we need, even if it's junk food, when we write down exactly what we're going to eat and we do what we said we were going to do, do you remember the ABCs of self-integrity from a couple of months ago? when we do what we say we're going to do we build self-integrity we build that integrity within ourselves that tells ourselves wow i do what i tell myself i'm going to do oh my word do you know how many people in the world can't do that do you know how hard it is to be in self-integrity yes you do right we all do it's hard It's very hard, and as soon as I'm in self-integrity with my peanut M&Ms and with my um, six chicken nuggets at McDonald's, whatever it might be, as soon as I eat exactly what I wrote down there, I have built self-integrity. I do it again, and I do it again, and I do it again. Right, and I have confidence. I start to build up confidence in myself that. I can do what I tell myself I'm going to do, and the next thing you know, we're dropping the peanut M&Ms, and we're putting um, another chicken breast in there, or we're putting an um, egg cup or something, um, or you know, some fresh fruit or fresh vegetables or something. All right, that is the first decision we're going to make ahead of time. The second decision we're going to make ahead of time is over here. And it is, I turned all electronics off at blank. I slept blank hours from blank to blank. Okay, so you'll write this from about the night before. You need to determine ahead of time how much sleep you need to one, feel amazing, two, to not have an afternoon slump. We can get rid of that afternoon slump with timed eating and food choices in the afternoon eventually. To not need a nap. Though so you can take one if you absolutely need it and doesn't interfere in your sleep at night, developing sleep hygiene takes tremendous self-discipline, and it starts with turning off the electrics electronics at a certain time. You can, um, you know, read or whatever you want at that point, but um, turning them off and falling asleep. Set your alarm tomorrow based on the amount of sleep you need, if possible. Move sleep time up earlier in increments of 15 minutes or so as needed and get up earlier so that you're sleepier that next night and have the self-control to not sleep at five o'clock or six o'clock after work and then stay up that night. Okay. I'm getting ready to do an episode called um, sleep and stress. Okay. And I have been amazed the huge effect that sleep has on willpower, on our um, calorie burning even, on our serotonin levels, on our cortisol levels. Serotonin is the happy one. Cortisol is a stress one. Lack of sleep causes more stress. Low cortisol levels cause us to give into temptations. It is just amazing that you can actually help your body lose weight simply by sleeping. Okay, use melatonin at first if you need help falling asleep. I like the kind that dissolves. Um, I usually take a half of one at night, just dissolves. I can't remember the milligrams, I should have written that down. Um, Sleep takes work and self-discipline. Be willing to do what it takes. Okay, number three, our third of our first four is water. I drank blank ounces of water. Now, funny thing about this, I had some bladder problems and found out from my, um can't remember what he's called, but he's a bladder OBGYN. Anyway, he's a bladder OBGYN that I was actually drinking too much water. I was like drinking 120 ounces. So we need an ounce, a half, how does that go? Um, we need an... Uh, I need about 90 or 80, I need about 80 ounces. I think it's, um, I think it's like half your body weight in ounces, right? So I need about 75, no, I need about 80 ounces. And I was drinking like 120 and I was ha- then I had an overactive bladder and stuff. <laughs> so take it for somebody, you don't wanna take it too far. Okay, half your weight in ounces of water. You may include some flavored water, but don't count coffee, tea, diet drinks, and so forth in your water. Some places say you, you can. Um, but I think those do other things to you, like diuretics and and retaining water and stuff like that. So um, it'd probably be better if you can at least get, you know, the majority of it from straight up water. Have a clear cut plan, right? I have a plan that involves four of these 25, 20 to 25, four ounce bottles a day. I always know that I make it because that's my plan. I plan it ahead of time. Um, don't drink calories. Again, I used to say never drink calories. I think if you're getting a lot of health bang for your calorie buck, that's when drinking calories could work for you. Um, Like I drink these Fairlife protein shakes, 150 calories for 30 grams of protein. I'm supposed to have 85 grams, so it's a day. So it's like a third of my protein and then I get the rest from my food. Don't get all your protein from bars and shakes and things like that. But it's a very, very inexpensive calorie-wise way to get protein. You start putting a bunch of stuff in a blender and you put some peanut butter and you put some bananas and you put some chia seeds and you put some almonds and you put some um, spinach and you put some protein powder and you put, and the next thing you know, I have a 500 calorie smoothie. And people probably only need, you know, 1200 to 1500 calories a day to maintain our weight. We really want to spend that much of it on a drink. So be careful about drinking your calories. All right. And the fourth and final of the first four, these are just the first four things we're going to do, is time restricted eating. Now, um, I used to only teach intermittent fasting, or I I should say I started out teaching low carb, teaching how to cook low carb, how to bake low carb, things like that. That was my, that was donareach.com several years ago. Then three years ago, was it two years ago? can't remember. I switched to intermittent fasting um, and started teaching pretty exclusively about intermittent fasting. And now I teach all aspects of weight loss. Of course, as you know, if you're an avid listener, um, but the point here is that you don't have to be an intermittent faster to be in the drop eight pounds by Christmas. What I would encourage you to do is set a start time and a stop time. Okay. Okay, a start time and a stop time. And if you are shorter um, and your goal weight is like 120, 125, 130, you know, like maybe you're 5'1, 5'2, um, even if your goal is like 140, maybe you're 5'3, um, the smaller time frame that you can eat in, the better. For one thing, we're going to control our hunger by postponing eating. And, it's, and it can happen. It can. It can happen incrementally. So if you're used to eating from 7 in the morning until 11 at night, start right now going 8 in the morning until 10 at night. Okay? And just keep moving it until you get some kind of window that works for you. It does not have to be, you know, 18, 6, 19, 5. 24. It can literally be 16, 8. It can literally be 15, 9. Okay, but you have a definite. I never eat before this time, or I don't eat today before this time. If you want to vary it a little bit day by day, you can. I never. I'm not eating today before 11. I'm not eating today before 12, or I'm not eating today before 1. And I'm done tonight at 8. Or you have a, a party tonight. I'm starting at 1 and I'm stopping at 10. Okay make some specific time-restricted boundaries, right? Um, If you take an intermittent fasting course, you probably know all the many benefits of intermittent fasting, and you can you know, make your eating window smaller and your fasting time longer. But in order to drop eight pounds by Christmas, you don't have to be a big faster. You just have to have some sort of control around your time. Every single thing in our lives that we have control around in order to lose weight will help us lose weight, right? And that is the same with our time. So I like to say, um, I'm usually pretty consistent. I'm gonna eat this at two or three. I'm gonna eat this at five or six. I'm gonna eat this at eight. I usually eat my last meal at eight. Um, And there you go, okay? This won't take you, I mean, it shouldn't take you more than five minutes to do everything on here. Let me just walk you through one real quick. Here we go. Journal page four. Thursday, uh, I'm gonna act like it's tomorrow morning, okay? It's in the morning. Um, Friday, September 25th, 2020. Prepared the morning of. Plan the day's food. Time, three o'clock. Or, um, let me move that up. I don't want it to seem, seem undoable. Okay, here I go. My first meal is going to be, my first meal is going to be at 12, 12 o'clock. Um, two slices of sugar-free bread with ham, low fat ham, ketchup, and believe it or not, I like to put baked potato chips on top of my sandwich, in my sandwich. Um, one apple, um, half of one of my kids's gold, one of my grandkids' goldfish crackers. I won't really do this tomorrow because we're having a party tomorrow night but meal two five this was what what time was that three o'clock meal two six o'clock um um it depends on my protein oh i drank my protein shake up there so just off the top of my head i know that i have 30 from that i already put my collagen in the morning too so i have 10 from that so that's 40 and i just i do this verb just mentally too you don't have to do your protein but but see, I'm even doing it with protein, it still doesn't take very long. Okay, and then I have my ham sandwich, and I know that that's about 10, car, 10 protein grams, and so I'm up to 30, 40, 50, I'm up to 50. So here, I'm gonna have a half a peanut butter sandwich and a half of an apple, or a full small apple. Okay, that's my snack. Then I'm gonna come down here for dinner, and I'm still eating that same. No, I'm gonna switch it up. I have both kinds of chili left from last week. So at eight o'clock, I'm gonna have a bowl of chili. Oh, I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna do this peanut butter sandwich here. I'm gonna do an an egg cup, egg cup for a snack. Um, It's just these little egg things in muffin tins that I keep in my freezer. Um, Because here I'm going to have a half peanut butter sandwich, a bowl of chili, and a um, sugar-free protein muffin. Okay, I turned off all electronics last night at 11.15. I slept from 11.30 to 6.30. Uh, today or yesterday or however I'm going to do it, I drank 20, 40, 60, 80, 88 ounces of water. And um, then tonight I can do this evaluation if I want. Five minutes. Okay. Five minutes to change our lives, guys. First four. All right, first four. This is where we're going to start with the lose eight pounds by Christmas. And we are going to build self-integrity and then we're going to be ready to add our eating protocol and we're going to learn everything about um, willpower, um, simple foods, hyperpalatability, fewer cravings, sitting with urges, uh, everything. And also I would love to coach some of you live in the group. So um, that'll be fun too. So let's do it guys. Let's do that. Starting October 1st, sign up at com forward slash eight pounds by Christmas. Get your first four journal sheet, print off a ton of them, put them in a little binder for yourself and get ready because we are losing eight pounds by Christmas. I'll see you next week.